大家好 ，Hi everyone， you're listening to Bite Size Taiwanese， a brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese。This is Phil， and this is Alan。Welcome back， this is episode 18 of the elementary level。Hey Phil， do you know what day tomorrow is？ 你刚知呀？你那在是什么日子 ？Let me see， today is the twentieth。嗯哼，你那在是几日啊？ So tomorrow should be February twenty first, right? Binazai, ingaisi jiwe jitabe, and and it's Friday. The shipaigo ah. No, 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 no. Well, yes, it's Friday, <laughs> but it's also International Mother Language Day. Sekai bugijit. Yeah, that's yes. right. Dealer. So, International Mother Language Day celebrates linguistic diversity and multilingualism, with particular emphasis on preserving indigenous languages. So, some of the goals include trying to protect the diversity through awareness and encouraging the right to mother tongue-based education. Taiwan is a linguistically diverse place with Sinitic languages, Taiwanese, Hakka, and Mandarin. Sixteen officially recognized indigenous languages spoken by Taiwan's Aboriginal communities, and even still with speakers from the generation educated in Japanese. And over the past few years, there's been an increased effort to protect and promote local languages in Taiwan, other than Mandarin. So, just at the end of 2018, the National Languages Development Act was passed to provide more resources for non-Mandarin mother tongue education, especially in primary schools. And also, there were plans to make them elective subjects in high schools by 2022. And this also led to the launch of a TV channel with Taiwanese-only programming last year. The act is also supposed to promote all national languages, Taiwanese, Hakka, and all 16 indigenous languages in publication, media, and all types of communication, including public services. So, since it's International Mother Language Day tomorrow, for this episode, why don't we make today's topic? How to talk about learning Taiwanese and other languages? Sounds good. This is actually a topic that some of our listeners have requested too. <laughs> so let's do it. So how would you tell someone that you're learning Taiwanese? One way you can say this is "gua de er tai gi," "gua de er tai gi," "de," or some people also say "le," is a particle that you put before verbs. Like uh to learn, so that you show that you're currently doing that action. You can think of it like adding ing to a verb in English. So can you say it without the de particle, like gua uh daigi? If you just want to generally express that you're studying or learning a language, then just gua uh daigi doesn't really work and feels incomplete without context. But with more context, you could say the sentence. So let's say you're comparing yourself to someone else. I a k we gua a taigi. She's learning Hakka. I'm learning Taiwanese. And how about adding a time frame like jima now or gini this year? Can you leave out the particle de then? Gua jima a taigi or gua gini a taigi. Yeah, both of these work, but the emphasis now is that there has been some change from before, so you weren't learning it recently or last year. So the most neutral way to say you're currently learning Taiwanese is still using the particle de before e. So guo de e taigi. 
I'm learning Taiwanese. And you also often hear these other words that deal with learning, like hakship or tak. So how do we use these terms and how do they differ? So tak means to read, like takche. But it also can be used to mean more serious study of a subject. So if you say gua de tak taigi, gua de tak taigi, it's more like I'm studying Taiwanese. The sense here is that you're taking a formal class or course, or even studying for a degree when you use tak. For example, you can also say ide tak tai hak. She's studying at university. This means she's a university student. And there's also another context that you might also hear tak, but it's used to mean reading something out loud, right? Right. So, for example, i kakawa takze kawa, i kakawa takze kawa. He read or pronounced the word dog as the word monkey. <laughs> And what about hakship? So hakship is a more formal term to say learning or studying. So it's usually used when focusing on the effort of formal learning through study and practice. <laughs> For example, hakship taigi takxia ai shi gan. Hakship taigi takxia ai shi gan. Learning to read and write Taiwanese. Requires time. All right. Thanks for explaining all those terms for learning. So now you might also get the question: How long have you been learning Taiwanese? Di taigi ikeng e guakua. Di taigi ikeng e guakua. Like with all questions, the word order stays the same in the answer. So to answer, just replace the part in question guaku, how long, with a length of time. And by the way, ikeng means already. So if you've been studying for three months, sa ge gui, your answer would be, gua taigi ikeng e sa ge gui ya. Gua taigi ikeng e sa ge gui ya. I've already learned Taiwanese for three months. And so a quick note here about the Taiwanese word order when talking about time. So you may remember from earlier episodes that when we talk about the time when something happens, then the time word. Like yesterday, Monday, this morning, and so on, has to be placed before the verb. Right. So if you wanted to say she started learning Italian last year, 古尼 you would say, 伊古尼开始学意大利语。伊古尼开始学意大利语。古尼 last year appears before the verb phrase 开始学 to start learning. But when we talk about time in the sense of duration or length of time, then it's placed after the verb. So it's not about when the action happens, but for how long you do it. So let's look at the sentence. I have a language exchange with my friend for two hours. 我和朋友语言交换两点钟。我和朋友语言交换两点钟。Nung diem jing. Two hours is placed after the action of having a language exchange. Gi yen gao wang. And if you want to add the time word like tak de bai every week to the sentence, it is placed at the normal position, which is before the verb and usually after the subject. So, 
I do language exchange with my friend for two hours every week. Which, by the way, I highly recommend for improving your speaking ability. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't know what it is, it's basically when you arrange a meeting, usually one-on-one, -on -one, with someone you want to exchange languages with. So for half the time, you both only speak in one of the languages. Okay. And for the remaining time, you switch to the other language. And why do you like it so much? <laughs> well, in most everyday interactions, like when you're buying food, the transaction is very short and quick. So it can be hard if you're at the stage of just getting the confidence and speed to form your first sentences. And short everyday exchanges are also hard for you to practice stringing several sentences together and learn how to talk at length. So I always feel like the language exchange, is one of the few situations you can have where you can force the other person to sit there <laughs> and then listen to you as you muddle your way through your first sentences. Well, I think they're really helpful too. And it's a chance to meet new people. Anyway, let's talk more about how well someone speaks. So how would you say, he speaks very well? Or maybe you might hear this said about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are actually several ways you can express that. Let's start with just one word compliments. Bye. It's literally not bad. But in Taiwanese, it's a stronger compliment than in English. So instead of like in English, when it can mean passable or acceptable, as in, yeah, not bad, <laughs> the feeling is more like amazement. So like, Wow, that's really not bad. I'm impressed. <laughs> For example, <laughs> Your English is not bad. It's pretty good. <laughs> and a culture note too here. In Taiwanese culture, when people are given a compliment, the most common and first reaction is to deny and say something like, Bola, no, come on, I'm not that good, you know. It's a way to be humble. But it's often followed by, which is a bit hard to translate directly. <laughs> but it's like, thank you for being so kind and for not complaining about how bad it is. <laughs> and since we're talking about language learning, you can also say, no, not really. I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> and yaku means still. So apart from bebai, not bad or pretty good, if you want to say someone is very good at something, you can also use gao, gao, which describes somebody as competent and skillful or to be good at something. Alan, <laughs> Alan, <laughs> you're really good. You're amazing. <laughs> you're really good at speaking Taiwanese. Or you speak Taiwanese very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another word you might hear is hai which usually means serious or violent in a negative way, <laughs> like last week's typhoon was terrible or ferocious. <laughs> but now informally, li hai can mean 
talented, amazing, or cool. So it's sort of like in English. This is similar to how the original meaning for the word awesome is more about being awestruck or shocked by oh. something, whether it's good or bad. And now how it's informally come to mean something really good. So you might just hear the phrase, hai, meaning, wow, that's really good. Wow, you're awesome. You can speak both Taiwanese and Hakka. <laughs> so a side note here too. We actually talk about using the helping verb ehiao to be able to do something. And the names for several languages in episode 11 of our newbie podcast. So if you haven't listened to it yet, go check it out and we'll put a link in the show notes. So moving on, what are some other ways to express speaking well? Well, if you want to use a complete sentence, then you can say, He spoke very well. And now, let's add Japanese. Jipunwe to the sentence. He spoke Japanese very well. So, ga is a grammatical particle that shows the extent of doing something. So, if we broke down this sentence, we'd have he spoke ga to the extent of doing it very well. Also, instead of ga, you could also use diao which is used when you want to describe the manner or how the action is performed. Also means he spoke very well. So now that we have that sentence pattern, or you can fill in the blank with different adjectives. So if you're really quite good, you could use the term for fluent. He speaks Taiwanese fluently. Or maybe also <laughs> which means to be super fluent in a language or super good at something. He speaks Taiwanese really fluently. But what if you're on the Opposite side of the spectrum. Uh-oh. So you speak haltingly <laughs> or in a broken fashion. Oh, you could just use adjectives that are the opposite of good. For example, the opposite of he, good, is he, not good. I don't speak Mandarin well. Or literally, my Mandarin is spoken not well. <laughs> the opposite of den teng is be den teng. Guai hua gi gong be den teng. Guai hua gi gong be den teng. I don't speak Mandarin fluently. And notice that this one is usually without ga or diao. And finally, if it's poor, patchy, and disorganized, you could use which means something is not properly done. Sloppy, scattered, messy, disorganized. 
she doesn't speak English fluently. Or literally, she speaks English in a messy, disorganized way. <laughs> Finally, how can we ask someone to practice speaking Taiwanese with us? Oh, you can make a suggestion to start speaking in Taiwanese. How about we speak in Taiwanese? Or another way to say this is to use then which means to practice or to drill. I would like to practice Taiwanese. Let's use it. Alright, let's try practicing what we just learned. You speak Taiwanese really good. Bola. Not at all. I'm still learning. Hey, How long have you been learning it? I've been learning it for three months. Oh, Oh, You've only been learning it for three months and you're already so good at speaking? Wow, really talented. You're being too kind. <laughs> How did you practice your Taiwanese? You speak it so fluently. Well, I listen to bite-sized Taiwanese every day. Oh. <laughs> and I have a language exchange with my friend for two hours every week. That's great. I've been learning Japanese for three years, but I still speak it so badly. What Japun we? Osatanga. Tanshi. Yagokonga. Lili laklak. I guess it's because I'm not so disciplined when learning Japanese. <laughs> yeah, learning a language requires a lot of self discipline. It's best to practice every day, even just for a few minutes to refresh your memory. You know what they say? Langkong. Sajit bodiu. <laughs> I don't think I know that one. But this makes a great one bite challenge for today. Can you break it down for us? Of course. Let's look at the first part. Sajit bodiu literally means three days without reviewing. So, diu originally means to reheat something you've cooked before, but now can also mean to review something you've learned. And the second part, literally means climb up a tree, but it's talking about how your knowledge or what you've learned will disappear. So putting it all together, is saying, if you go three days without review, you will lose what you've learned. <laughs> I think I can probably reduce that to one to two days. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to see the full breakdown and the explanation of today's One Byte Challenge, be sure to check out the show notes on our episode webpage. All right, it's review time. Like usual, we'll say the English first and then the Taiwanese. First natural speed and then slowly. Practice by saying it out loud with us. All right, let's get started. Do you know what day tomorrow is? Do you know what day tomorrow is? 
International Mother Language Day. I'm learning Taiwanese. She's learning Hakka. I'm learning Taiwanese. To read, to study, or to read something out loud. Tak, tak. I'm studying Taiwanese. Gwade tak taigi. Gwade tak taigi. She is studying at university. Ide tak tai hak. Ide tak tai hak. He read the word dog as the word monkey. E kakawa tak ze kawa. E kakawa tak ze kawa. Formal learning through study and practice. Hak ship. Hak ship. Learning to read and write Taiwanese requires time. Hak ship taigi tak sha. Ai shi gan. Hak ship taigi tak sha. Ai shi gan. How long have you been learning Taiwanese? Di taigi iking e guakua. Di taigi iking e guakua. I've already been learning Taiwanese for three months. Gua taigi iking e sanke guia. Gua taigi iking e sanke guia. She started learning Italian last year. To have a language exchange. I do language exchange with my friend for two hours every week. Not bad. Impressive. Bebai. Bebai. Your English is not bad. Die yingi bebai. Die yingi bebai. You speak Taiwanese very well. Di jingao kong taigi. Di jingao kong taigi. Serious, violent, or amazing, cool. Di hai. Di hai. Last week's typhoon was terrible. Ding le bai hong tai jia di hai. Ding le bai hong tai jia di hai. Wow, you're amazing. You can speak both Taiwanese and Hakka. He spoke Japanese very well. He spoke very well. Fluent. 
练邓。He speaks Taiwanese fluently. 伊台语讲甲真练邓。伊台语讲甲真练邓。Really fluent. Very thorough and efficient at doing something. 下下叫，下下叫。He speaks Taiwanese really fluently. 伊台语讲甲下下叫，伊台语讲甲下下叫。No need to be so kind. 你唔敢嫌，你唔敢嫌。I don't speak Mandarin very well or fluently. 我的华语讲了无好，我的华语讲了无好。Or 我的华语讲未认真，我的华语讲未认真。Scattered, disorganized. 滴滴答答，滴滴答答。She speaks broken English, or she speaks English poorly. 伊个英语讲甲滴滴答答，伊个英语讲甲滴滴答答。Still, 呀哥，呀哥。No, not really. I'm still learning. 无啦，呀哥的二，无啦，呀哥的二。How about we speak in Taiwanese? 咱来讲台语好不？咱来讲台语好不 ？I would like to practice Taiwanese. Let's use it. 我想要练台语，咱来讲台语好不？我想要练台语，咱来讲台语好不？好， that's all for today. To review what we discussed in this episode, be sure to visit our website, bisizetaiwanese.com, and go to the episode page where you can find a recap of today's vocabulary, grammar points, and one bite challenge. And if you want more than what we covered in today's podcast, just check out the downloadable workbook, where you'll get great exercises, extra vocabulary, more grammar discussion, more audio, and so much more detail like characters and annotated tone changes. If you haven't yet, please go to our website and sign up for our mailing list. Once the first season ends, you'll be the first to get the updates about our next season and also other news like the upcoming release of our vocab builder that will be available in print. When you start to learn any language, one of the biggest challenges is the drudgery of having to continually build your vocabulary. So we've been working hard to put together a vocab builder that makes expanding your vocabulary fun and easy. Is targeted for both our newbie and elementary podcast listeners. So if you haven't yet, make sure that you're on our mailing list for the latest details on the book and the launch. Also, by signing up for our mailing list, you'll get immediate access to our pronunciation cheat sheet, and you'll be able to receive special promo codes only available to our list subscribers, including for new releases like the vocab builder. Just click on the link to our website in the show notes and sign up. It takes less than a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Those shout that gay shoes, yeah. I'm Alan, and I'm Phil. See you next time. Bye, boys.